0: Hello, I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffat. And this is Clockworks, a Legion podcast. And we thought it was about time for you to hear from us again. Boo. Because time, <laughs> time for you to hear from us. Sorry, it's been a long time. It's not even a pun. I know, it's it's pretty bad, it's pretty actually. Bad. <laughs> um, we haven't talked to you in a long time. It becomes a pun if you say it in that voice. Right. We haven't talked to you in a while because we just haven't had as much to say. We've been really looking forward to Season 2 coming, and we wanted to do today a little bit of a mini-episode talking about the trailer for Season 2, which was just recently released. Yesterday, I believe. We saw lots of stuff in it. We have uh, thoughts and questions and... Speculations, so we thought we'd release a mini episode all about
1: that. All right, season two, you guys! I am so excited about this trailer. I watched it roughly ninety times. Okay, maybe that's an exaggeration, but like, how many times did I watch it, Paul?
0: I would say, without exaggeration, it's definitely in the double digits.
1: Yep, I'd say so.
0: I and feel it feels like I'm this blacker who's only watched it like six times.
1: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It's just like there's been all these like teeny tiny trailers that we've been uh, retweeting on on Twitter, and they're like a short little blurb, a kind of like a teaser thing. It was Lenny talking at the camera, which was really cool. Which was really cool. Those were all really great. And then to have this one, and it's like, oh man, this is like what the season's going to be like, and it blew my mind <laughs> because it's so different. So uh, we're going to take a sec just to go beat by beat through the trailer. We're not going to go crazy detailed, but I kind of just want to like, for fun, let's get into the trailer and see yeah. what it was like. We're
0: basically going to treat the trailer as if it's an episode, and this will be a mini episode of Clockworks where we do like we would if it was a whole episode of Legion.
1: So we start with, what's the last thing you remember? And it's Patonomy talking. He's got new glasses, a whole new outfit. He looks all different. <laughs> uh we switch, we see, I mean, it's flashes of lots of things because it's a trailer. We see David in a field with a glass bubble. We see a, like a bell ringing. Sid asks, where have you been? All casual like, but we also see him being sucked into the orb. And so we know she's not so casual about it. There's flashes of equipment, of Clark, of a what looks like a bar there's lots of whispers, David, David, and this time, what are you hiding? So, what do you think of that, just that first little bit of the trailer?
0: First, I want to talk about photonomy. Uh Three things about Pytonomy. One is just his new look. He looks older. Mm, he does. Specifically, the glasses make him look older. Yep. Which, all through the trailer, it looks like this is, a lot of time has passed, mm-hmm. and we see from the way that Sid says, where have you been from the way just that patonomy looks From other things we'll get to in just a second. He looks older. He looks second thing is, how much do you remember? Remember all through season one, like he does the memory work, but Melanie does the talk work. But here it's like he's doing the both. Yeah, absolutely. He's not using his powers to go through David's memory. He's like sitting down with him and talking about what he remembers. That's a real shift in Potonomy's role. And I'm very curious is this how the season's going to start? Is this something that's going to define what Potonomy's role is in this new season?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it feels not just older, but it feels like he's matured.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's just very... Just even
0: that, what do you remember? Mm-hmm. And specifically, the third thing is, it really reminds me... The reason it seems so much ma- more mature is it's very reminiscent of Dr. Poole. The way Dr. Poole talks to David is yeah. just like that. And specifically, in uh, episode, in chapter two of Legion... Um, And I've been talking all along, I've been talking about like episode one, season one on Twitter and stuff, but I realized that they're following the naming convention of the first episode of season two is going to be called chapter nine. Mm. So we can just call it chapter two and there'll be no confusion about what season. Awesome. But in chapter two, Road to Nowhere, uh, Dr. Poole asks David when he started hearing the voices and then says how much do you remember about that time? Like, it's very phrased the same way.
1: Mm -hmm. But it's loaded to have Phaetonomy saying that for anything to do with memory and Phaetonomy, Phaetonomy can know your memories. So it's interesting, like, what is up with his power right now?
0: It makes me wonder whether his powers have changed or he's lost them or something, because why does Patonomy need to ask? Or it could be about he's fulfilling a different role, so he can touch your head and see your memories, but he's giving the room for you to talk about it that by the way one more little thing about that that's very much a uh, classic professor x role
1: yes i am a psychic true. who
0: can read your mind but i'm gonna ask you what you think
1: yeah he's uh we get lots of whispers and lots of da- the name david repeated again and again in this trailer and it's very different from season one david david In season one, in this, it's very like, David, what are you hiding? David, David. It's more urgent and it's less taunting. Yeah. But it seems like it's still Clark's voice doing that, Mm. asking those questions. And there are other voices too, but I'm really hearing Clark's voice.
0: And I'm really curious about whether the trailer makes it seem like we are, what we're hearing is... David, what are you hiding? What are you, David, hiding? Mm -hmm. But I wonder whether that's trailer magic.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Whether David's the only character who's possibly hiding something, whether that question is even being addressed to
1: David. Yeah. So David says, in terms of what do you remember, David says, I remember trees and he's in a forest that's on top of a skyscraper in one of his uh, triangle shirts. Mm -hmm. He remembers dancing and there's a great dance scene with uh, Oliver dancing and Lenny dancing and David dancing and a whole like dance troupe in a very like nothing like we've seen before. And we'll talk later. And then, I mean, Potonomy drops the bombshell. We've been working with Division 3 against the Shadow King because we have a common enemy. And that's like, I feel like they revealed a lot in this trailer to have that be in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, that must be in the first, that's going to be in the first episode. I feel like if that's in the trailer, that's going to be within the first few seconds of the first episode, because that's a huge bombshell Mm -hmm. that they've been working with division three. I mean, and
0: again, it gives us the sense that a lot of time has passed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Since you've been gone, we've been working with division three to stop our common enemy, the shadow king. Um,
1: So, well, can we just say, like, if they've been working with Division 3 and David's been gone because he's been sucked into that little bubbly thing, who did that? It wasn't Couldn't Division 3. Three. If
0: Division 3 is with
1: Summerland now. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. Some other entity has put him in that orb. I want to back up, like, uh, David on the forest
0: on the top of a building is a question, like many things in this show and in this trailer, is like... We're immediately back to the what is real. Yeah. Is that something that David... And even more, there's an extra level of what's real for the trailer because uh it's not a foregone conclusion that everything we see in the trailer is something we'll see in the show.
1: Absolutely. They could
0: have done shots for the trailer. Yep. Um... So the sim- That seems like a rather expensive shot for the trailer. The symbolism of a forest on top of a city is again, or the imagery of a forest on top of the city is this thing that we've noticed all through the first season of the inside is outside. Things mm-hmm. aren't where they're supposed to be. The forest is inside. The city is on top of the uh, building. Um, that's all about disorientation. It's all about things aren't where they should be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I want to you went like you zoomed so quickly past dancing. The dancing.
1: Yes. I mean, let's talk about the dancing.
0: This is amazing. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so excited.
1: excited about the dancing. I mean, like like obviously, you know already dancing scenes were some of our favorite scenes from the previous season.
0: Yeah. And and I'm really excited that there's more dancing scenes. I'm really This is once again though, uh why it looks so different from the first season. It's like, this is a different era of dancing. Yeah. This is not the same time frame that the first season was in. And so, because it's so unclear in the first season when it's actually set, the fact that the aesthetic has changed doesn't necessarily mean that it's a different time. Mm -hmm. But it's going to look like a different time.
1: Yeah, And frankly, I mean... I'm going to mention this, when, like we see outside shots, they moved filming locations. They were yeah. filming in BC, in Canada, and they've moved to California, and it looks different. And I think they're doing different things because of that.
0: One thing that California has, there's lots of things California has that BC doesn't, but one major thing California has that BC doesn't, that I know from like following people involved in making the show, uh, that they made use of is California has the Mojave Desert. Mm-hmm. BZ doesn't have a desert. Nope, sure doesn't. So they went from I like, I forget now who it was, but someone involved in making the show said like we went from the rainforest to the desert.
1: Yeah. Uh that's gonna be a shift in tone
0: at lot. Yeah, it. for sure. And the first season was so full of tree imagery and it was all about growth. And if this season is full of desert imagery, what's that going to mean in terms of the themes of the season?
1: Mm-hmm. And it seems like this, this season, just in this trailer, is a lot more city. Like we're seeing big yeah, for s- sure. skyscrapers. We're seeing like a much more cityscape than we ever did in the first season. Yeah.
0: And like BC is a city. Um uh, So you could have, I mean, BC isn't a city. BC Mm. has plenty of cities. You could have shown Vancouver and kind of made it seem like a city. Lots of your favorite shows that think, that act like they're in uh, Seattle or LA were actually uh, filmed in Vancouver. It can stand in for both Seattle and LA, sort of. Uh, But, so it wasn't that they didn't have the opportunity to do that when they were filming in BC. Yes, absolutely. Is all I'm saying.
1: So they've been working with Division Three. Af- they say, af- uh, Patonomy says, "After you left, we joined Division Three and started working together to fight the real enemy, the Shadow King. We think, and then Sid, we think he's infecting people. And we see all these people with, sh- with chattering teeth. This big dude, this big white guy with the eye kind of in his head, that looks like a monk, maybe he's throughout the trailer. Yeah. And who is that? Melanie, we all die eventually, but the real tragedy is forgetting to live. We see someone fall off a building and we see a hearse drive up a very California road.
0: Yeah, and I wonder, like, if Ptonomy is filling the role of doing the talk work, maybe because Melanie isn't. Mm -hmm. And the way Melanie is shot, like, sitting on the couch, like, she's a very different uh, affect.
1: She's not, she's no power there.
0: Exactly. The way there used to be. Her body language is not uh, conveying any power. mm mm-hmm. That's interesting.
1: Yep. And I wonder if it's Melanie talking about death, then, I mean, my best guess would be that it's Oliver who dies because he in the last season was so close to death and then had the Shadow King in him. Or that my she guess considers that him dies. to be dead. Yes, that's also possibly true. I don't true. want, like...
0: I'll be sad if Oliver dies, Mm -hmm. but I'll be really sad if Jermaine Clement is gone. Yeah, me too. Like, he could still be there, baby? Possessed (laughs) by the Shadow King,
1: please? Um, We've seen this in several trailers now, this weird coffin, egg-shaped coffin that gets opened and inside is the Shadow King is this, we know that there's a new actor playing the Shadow King. He's yeah, got playing Mas-
0: Emil Farouk. Emil Farouk, the sorry. Shadow King's body.
1: Yes, the Shadow King's body.
0: And this is a thing in the first season, right? The Shadow King was a mutant who grew away from his body or left his body or mm-hmm. like, I forget the line, but they explicitly say like a mutant who grew away from his
1: body. Yeah. So Emil Farouk is who this is.
0: And he's found his body again. Mm-hmm.
1: The coffin reminds me of like, it's it's now a Marvel show. <laughs> Marvel, uh, there's been the whole buyout of everything. And so Legion is now in the same universe or in, owned by the same company as all these Marvel shows. Yes. And so the coffin reminds me of like... Iron Fist and uh, Daredevil and the Resurrections, and that's kind of interesting. I don't think it'll be connected, but it might be.
0: It's very curious. I don't know whether there will be ever any connection, but it used to be that there were legal and copyright hurdles that prevented there to be a connection between Legion Universe and Marvel Universe.
1: And now there's not.
0: So... There can still be artistic reasons not to. Yes, absolutely. But one less hurdle.
1: So we see these new character, or I don't know exactly what they are, mustachioed people. Yeah. Um, it seems like men and women, maybe all the same person, multiple person, or something. Uh, they're the ones pointing out the, in, on the big division three chalkboard, and then they're in this part where they're saying, "It's coming." The end of everything. Do not fail. Right.
0: You said you earlier speculated to me that that was a mutant with multiplying
1: powers. Yeah, that was just speculation.
0: Yeah, we I don't know anything about that. I know there's an X-Men, Maddox the Multiple Man. Yeah. He doesn't have a mustache in the comics, but he could.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Only because they're like, it's like triplets. It's like twins. It's like some kind of weird thing. But it's possible that it's just, this is this is Division 3, this is something weird with them, who knows. There was a shot
0: from one of the other teasers that mm-hmm. really showed three of them looking like triplets. Yeah. Uh, this trailer doesn't show us as clear a view of those people. Mm-hmm. But it makes it seem like there's more of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, okay, so the Shadow King, we see him lying in like a lawn chair and he says... She lives in a future you're going to destroy, and when you do, she will cease to exist.
0: So who is she? So who is
1: she? They show, like, Sid being sucked into concrete, and they kind of focus a little bit on Sid, but, like, we don't know. that. That's just trailer magic.
0: We've speculated all through season one that there was going to be time travel mm-hmm. on this show, because, yep. I mean, <laughs> because in Road to Nowhere... When they arrive at Summerland, we hear in the background Jermaine Clement's voice, Oliver's voice saying, advanced time travel lessons have been mm-hmm. postponed, right? Um,
1: so Nothing is by accident on this show. is
0: by accident. So we've speculated that there's time travel. We also speculated back in, episode, in chapter two with the voiceover, that the voiceover sounded so much like it was speaking from far into the future, we speculated that the whole first season would eventually be revealed to be a flashback. Mhm.
1: I'm still there. Yeah. I am too. It's
0: and maybe this maybe it's a flashback from a possible future, not a set future.
1: And I'm still, I'm still thinking about when he got sucked into that or in the deep background, there was someone in like a reddish coat, which was Sid's coat all throughout the show. And so I'm, I really feel like there's going to be some intersection, intersecting of timelines here. It's going
0: to be like Back to the Future 2. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so we have David and uh, uh, Sid confessing their love as usual. But love isn't going to save us. And Patonomy asks Sid, "Do you still trust him?" And he, she, she says her line of, "He's my man." But David's <laughs> last smile in this trailer is such a Shadow King smile. It's this half smile that Dan Stevens does that doesn't look, that looks uh, evil or like it yeah. looks like something else is in control of him. That's and how David sma-
0: smiled when. The Shadow King was driving in episode four, The Undiscovered, first. Yep. Uh, it's not how David smiles when he's David. Exactly. So I don't, like, she still trusts him, but I don't know if she
1: should. Yep, exactly. That, I mean, that's definitely what they want you to think with that. Yep. And I mean, who is the real David? David is, Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a
0: thing. It's a central question. I want to say one more thing about, like, when we spoke, when we interviewed Jeff Russo, Mm -hmm. one of the things that he told us that I have been turning over in my mind ever since was that when Noah Hawley first approached him, Noah Hawley told him that he had storylines for three seasons and gave Jeff Russo, like, knowledge so that he could build musical themes Based on what was going to be happening three seasons. So Jeff yep. Russo said, I probably know more about what's going to happen than anyone except Noah. Because he told me so that I could write the musical themes. All of that just to say, from the beginning of season one, Noah Hawley had a plan for season two and season three. Yep. This is not lost. Where yeah. what's going to happen next, we're making it up as we go along. Like, so things seeded in season one could really lead to something unexpected, something surprising uh in season two. And all this all our talk about like it was a flashback and times have the time frame has changed and like the feeling of season two might be different from season one. All of that's so very exciting when you remember that this was the plan from the beginning. Yep, exactly. That there was a plan from the beginning, and you can trust that there was a plan from the beginning.
1: Yeah, I love that. And since in between, um, in between seasons in this long hiatus, we've watched his other show, Fargo, and we know that the three seasons of Fargo. I mean, it's an anthology show and so it's completely different each season, but he knows how to do a different tone. And yeah. so I feel like this is like Legion is going to be similar where we had the this 70s tone for season one and we're going to get something complete, a different tone for season two. And then yet again, a different tone for season three. And we'll see how that pans out when it's not an anthology show, but it's still these same characters.
0: Yeah, I am
1: very, very excited about season two. It's coming soon. So speaking of season two, we are live tweeting each episode of season one leading up to the premiere. We are about to watch episode, what, five? five. Tomorrow.
0: If we yeah, point. we will try to get this. We're recording this on Wednesday. We do the live tweet on a Thursday. We'll try to get this edited and published on that Thursday so that you'll be hearing it on the day of the live tweet. If we don't manage to get it out, sorry you missed it, and we'll be doing episode six next Thursday. Yes, um,
1: every Thursday at uh, at 830 830, eight thirty Eastern, eight 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 thirty Eastern, seven thirty Central. We watch uh, an episode of Legion, we live tweet it from our Twitter account at Clockworks Cast, and uh, it's been really fun. And we'll, when that is done, it'll be the next Thursday. Will be the premiere of season two.
0: So you can join us and tweet along or just join us and watch what we're tweeting. Uh, And if you do that, you might want to go back and re-listen to our episodes all about uh, each episode of season one. I don't know. I actually re-listened to our own episodes uh, to kind of remember what my original thoughts were going into season two. Because I'm so excited and I want to be informed because it's so complicated. I feel like I'm going to be lost if I'm not paying close attention.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, One last thing, you may notice listening to this, that our sound quality has improved vastly since we first started recording episodes. And we have our patrons to thank for that. We have two microphones, so we each have our own sound stream. And we can talk at the same time or different times. Yep. And so... Thank you to our patrons for supporting us. If you want to join them, patreon.com slash clockworkscast. Thanks so much for listening.
0: I've been Paul Moffitt. I've been Jan Moffitt. Goodbye.